Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the Scobro Show. This is Behind the Steel Curtain editor Dave Schofield with you as always with my big brother Rich. Rich, how's it going? It's still going like an Energizer battery. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. You know what? I just what? have to say this. Love the, love the tree in the background. Love uh, love the, you got the hat on the antlers. You know what? It actually gives some gives some some really good perspective. I mean, I know you got my... you got the, your Heinz Field ornament. Um, see now now you're blocking my view. Um, if if you if you take the Santa hat and put it on the deer antlers back there, for those of you with us on on the podcast side, you, you obviously can't see what's going on, but it actually gives more perspective that how the size of those antlers that that right now they on on. On the video, they look small, but that's a pretty big hat you have on them back there. So uh, that kind of goes to show those things. But I'm actually looking forward to seeing those in person here in a couple of days, getting to spend Thanksgiving right. with my brother. That's going to be great. So, um, so that's just that's just where we are right now. We're getting ready to, to roll into talking about this game from this past week still a little bit. Wanted to ask you about uh, – Matt Canada's taken a lot of flack with, with some of the play calling, especially even more in this game than any other, um, in my opinion. What did you think of the Steelers' offensive play calling? If you want to mention certain situations, feel free, or just in general. Um, the, the only time I was real upset was, you know, first and goal on the three and had to get lucky with a penalty to be able to punch it in. Yeah. That that, that, well, was, that was where I was the most penalty, That was a penalty. Oh, know? it was a penalty. Yeah, and it might have been a touchdown if it wasn't for the penalty. Correct. So that's that's kind of tough. So, and to, I I I I just clicked over to the live chat and saw Steel Dog. Want to know who's cooking the turkey? Uh, you are. I am cooking. Obviously, the turkey. I'm not. I I could, but you've been doing you've been doing it longer than I have. So, that's right. yeah. So. Uh, I feel that it was, it was situational that there was some, some things that were, that were questionable. Um, but at the same time, the reaction is, is so crazy because for example, um, it, it was a comment of someone commented on something that I had on Twitter and they're like, like, what are they doing? Throwing the ball deep. You, you need to run. Well, if all you do is run every single play, you're not. You might not be very successful. And they weren't very successful they weren't when they were very weren't. successful. At I it. mean, sometimes you got to throw the ball deep to be able to run the ball. But I mean, the Steelers take one deep shot, and already there's the complaints. Oh, I wouldn't have done this in this play. You know what? Everybody wants to run a different play when the play that the Steelers ran doesn't doesn't hit for a big game. You know I, I, that. Some people understand that you know sometimes you you show a look in order to get something to see what the defense does so you can take advantage of of that look at another point of the game. But sometimes there there was some things. I I feel that this was Coach Canada's worst game play calling. I mean, one thing. How about the scripted plays to start the game? How do you feel about them this year versus the last oh three seasons? We've been a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, our, we have been much better on first series this year than we've been in a little bit here. Long time. Long time, yeah. The problem is, you know, going beyond the script 
at, at this point. Sometimes it seems seems that. But then again, at the, at the same time, you know, everything's in the NFL. Everything's constantly moving. I mean, from one drive to the next, you could look for. I mean, you you look to do something until the defense adjusts, and then you try to do something else, and you try to get this look out of this formation, and then next thing you know, you don't get the same look in order to do something different. So it's a Mike Tomlin says it's chestnut checkers. There's a lot of things involved, but sometimes you can outthink yourself. You can overthink it. You yeah. should know because you make fun of me for doing stuff like that all the time, don't you? Oh, yes. So, <laughs> all right. Not with uh, the Steelers, I'm, just in general. Okay, I'm bringing something up and react something somebody, you know, okay. in the live chat. Okay. okay. Brian Brown says, oh, oh, baloney, let's make excuses for Canada good. Canada again, worst coordinator in Steeler history. Really, I, you know we we just love to you know we just love to run coordinators out of town. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, we sat around for years and listened to fire Bruce Arians. Now, yeah, okay. Because if I do recall, Bruce Arians uh -huh. just won a Super Bowl last year yeah. as a head coach. Um, Todd Haley, run, yeah. run him out of town. It's like we constantly are complaining. Every year, get yeah. You know, everybody can play and get rid of Feetner. The next person there, next thing you know, half a season in, get rid of them. Yeah, it's like, see, what are you no, people I, I expecting? And, and Brian, don't be offended. You know, we use the timeout feature sometimes. You know, kind of, you know, kind of like around the horn. But some I'd gotten away from it for a while. But the reason I'm bringing this up right now is that. Really, you're going to go worst one ever. It almost seems like, and this goes back to a couple of weeks ago. You know, I kind of went on a little bit of a rant and things like that. Sometimes in the live chat, I've been paying attention to it hardly at all. I'm just not going oh, to anymore because my it, problem it is feels I have been like tonight. That's why I've been so quiet. too much. In, and the whole reason people got timeouts before is you. It's not about having a different opinion. It's about it's it's basically trolling when you're trying to just say something so extreme to try to get someone else worked up. That's what you do. People do online and things like that. You take something to the next level to try to get a response from someone. So when I was kind of going on my rant on something and other people started to bring up other things, it just seemed so obvious they were trolling and trying to get me upset about other things. So we use the timeout feature. Well, Most people that are mature enough can handle a timeout, you know, like my 10 year old can and come back and realize, you know, maybe I should rethink that. Or some people might be like my six year old and like, they come back and they're still upset and they need another timeout because they, they aren't mature enough to handle it. So we'll use that sometimes. Um, and it's no offense. That's just how it goes, but please don't troll. Please don't take it to an extreme to other people in the live chat. No, that's why I'm not going to do it here. And I'm not going to rant about it, but you're, you're taking it to extreme because it's almost like you're trying to get everybody else upset. You know, don't do that. We're all Steeler fans. We can all get along. Well, it was three weeks ago where we said, we don't have to get along. We don't have to agree. We still love the Steelers. You and I felt completely different. I don't even remember what it was about. What was that about where we felt completely different? The um, the fake field goal. That's yes, what it was. Fake, yes. Yeah. The fake field and goal. it's fine that we had different opinions, but you don't have to go. You can't say the fake field goal was the worst play in the history of the NFL. All you're doing then is trying to get people to react to what you're saying to make you feel more important, you know, and that's, and we don't want to be that way. Sorry. I'm going off on a little bit, you know, sharing it's Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm thankful for you all. And I'm thankful that we can all be here together and talk about our beloved Steelers. So, all right.
Well, so with everything, everything's still going on in the world of COVID, I'm just glad we have football. Yes. <laughs> you know, because last year we were afraid we weren't going to get football, and yeah. we got football, sort of. You know, no fans in stadiums, basically. This year, we're getting football in stadiums. Yeah. I've been back to Heinz Field, and I've been thrilled to be able to go back to Heinz Field. I'm thankful. Yes. Okay. Yes. Would I be more thankful if the Steelers record was better right now? Of course I would be. But it's not better. Yeah. The Steelers are who they are, and they are what the record says they are. Yeah. So, and that is um, some a great article that Jeff Hartman put today on the website. And that is are the Steelers going to put together a complete game or is it just a pipe dream? You know, this team right. hasn't put together a full four quarters of good football on both sides of the ball this season. If maybe that's who they are, maybe you're not going to get that, but maybe you can get enough out of them when they have it together in order to win some games, you know, but are they going to get together? Maybe not. If they are going to get together, I, you know, last year it seemed like they put together some some nice games in a row and they did it so early that it all fell apart after that. So it's something to work towards, but it might get to a point where it doesn't matter based on their record and their schedule and everything. But I'm still going to I'm still going to put on my 97 jersey and my and my Steelers do rag and bust out my camo terrible towel and twirl it like crazy. Because this team I keep coming back to something that Jeff Hartman said on Let's Ride. I think it was the second week of the season. It might have even been before the first week of the season. He's like, buckle up. This is going to be a bumpy ride. It's going to be a bumpy ride with this team. I mean, you're starting how many rookies on the offense? You've had these kind of turnovers. Now the bumpy ride is dealing with, with the injuries and everything. It's it's tough. It's what they're – it's what we're going to have to endure as Steelers fans. But I still feel that every time they step on the field, they have a chance to win the game. Right. So that's why I take it week to week. And hey, can they pull this one off? Can they pull the next? You know, don't worry about the next one until they try to pull off this one. They weren't able to pull this one off in Los Angeles. But my goodness, I was shocked that they were able to to almost pull it off and then break my heart. So, um, anything else you want to say about that? Yeah, t- typical steel Steeler fashion. Um, in this game, the whole, you know. I was, you know, sitting there thinking, man, I wish I didn't have to write this knee-jerk reaction article because I'd go ahead and go to bed, um, only then sit there and suddenly think, like, is there really a chance we could win this game? And then two seconds, well, what was it, 53 seconds later, be like... A minute or I don't even remember. <laughs> it was, it was, it was like, fast. Oh, yeah, well, so much for that. So. Yes. But on, it's, it's so crazy because when you go back and look at it, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff said it so well. And that was, it felt like it was going to be a vintage Ben Roethlisberger moment. Ben Roethlisberger is going to come on and come back and save the day and win this game. And then all of a sudden, he gets sacked without even have a chance. It's not like he held the ball too long. He didn't have a chance. No, he was hit as soon as he stuck his back foot in the ground. And guess what? The same thing happened on second down, and you're left with an. Um, I mean, you're uh, left with third and third and twenty nine. 
And on that, Pittsburgh... then they get a penalty, which ends up being a three-yard penalty because they were on the six. So yeah. it's third and thirty-two. Then it's fourth and thirty-two. Yeah, I don't and know. Some people but... are... Go ahead. Yeah, not not many plays out there for fourth and thirty-two. Not many. You know what? But here's what people are like: Why did they only throw the ball eight yards? You know what? Look at what they were doing. They weren't throwing an eight-yard play. What were they running, Rich? They, oh, that was the hook and ladder coming. It was the hook and ladder. What else are you going to run on fourth and 32? I don't blame yeah. them for doing that it, at it all. Was... And when was 20, do, 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 2018? I'll make sure I'm getting my years right. I think it was 2018. Yeah, because it was the it was the boss not good year. But when, when they ran the hook and ladder and and probably got in range for a last-second last field goal to tie the Raiders in Oakland, because they were still in Oakland, only for Boz to slip and fall on the attempt. Yeah. So the hook and ladders worked for him before. You can't expect it to work every time. But they haven't tried it a ton. I mean, I don't blame them for trying. I mean, what else are you going to do on 4th and 32? Um, right. th that, drive was, that drive was put in a really bad spot on 1st down, and it was put even worse on 2nd down. You know, you could – I'm trying to remember to, to those two sacks today. To on those two sacks today, I loved mm -hmm. on Pittsburgh Dad because he said, he said, Dewey's offensive line. You know, Ben just got his taste back from from having COVID. Doesn't mean <laughs> he wants to taste. It doesn't mean he wants to eat dirt. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's the, the Steelers didn't give up a lot of sacks. I think they gave up four in the game. I'm thinking it's four. And two of them were were there at the end. Actually, no, so, I think it was only three. And two was of it them only were, three? Yeah, it was only it was, three. It was either three, it was three or four. Because I, I remember I was the, thinking the I Steelers looked at one less. I was really yeah yeah because the Steelers only had two. Okay, because the, yes, the Steelers did only have two. Yeah. Um, because it was one and a half by Highsmith and a half by Taco. Yes. So yeah, you're right. So I, I knew the Chargers had one more sack. So they only had three sacks, and two of them were there on back to back plays. I mean that. Yep. Which they they didn't really have a chance to get going, which is unfortunate. But um, they um, they couldn't overcome. They need to overcome this week. Yes. So uh, that's so what it is. they're going to a familiar place. They're going to Paul Brown Stadium. They've played there a ton. It's AFC North football. It's AFC North football on the road. But they've already dropped one to Cincinnati. What is your key to this game to, that's going to make you? feel like the Steelers can 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 send fans heading to the Excaloser. Um three things. Three things I can think of. TJ Watt, Micah Fitzpatrick, Joe Hayden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That's so getting back some players on defense. Yes. I mean they're not getting back guys on offense. Kevin Dotson's on the IR. He's gonna. He's got two more games to be out at least. Um, there's there wasn't really anyone else. You know, if you lose Eric Ebron, you lose Eric Ebron. They missed him for two games earlier this year and did fine. Um, there still are questions at guard with what they're going to do. Yeah. Um, so you'll just have to see. That's got to be concerning. It it really does. So then, it's really about that defense. That's going to make me feel better. I just like last week. You're like, don't you want to kind of see who's going to be around before you have to make your game pick? Yeah, I know you really would because once again, you're going to have. Um, obviously, you're going to have the right to change your pick um, based on everything because we haven't even had a practice yet this week. So, oh, you um, noticed I didn't change my pick. 
Oh, I didn't know if you if you changed your score or not. I couldn't no, remember what you said on the I show. I did not. Kept it all the same. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I I changed mine. Um, like I said, I changed mine from Thursday night to when I entered it. I when Ben Roethlisberger came back, I upped the score, but not the difference. Um, so once again, this I mean the Steelers. They're playing in cl- close game. The I mean, believe it or not, it was the Cincinnati game was the biggest blowout so far this year. Right. So the Steelers have some. This is a big one. These, in my opinion, I don't like. I said I don't want to look ahead because I don't think the Steelers should look ahead. But you do know that you have back to back AFC North games, so you're not like you're looking to the next one. But identifying, hey, we've got AFC North football and a lot of it coming. These games. Yeah are really going to shape their season, these next two games. So you can't play the second one until you play the first one. So make sure make make sure you focus on this one. Um, Coach Tomlin brought up something else in his press conference I just want to share with you. Um, he was talking about, you know, he always kind of gushes over the other team, says what they do, do well and everything. And he talked about Cincinnati's defense. And you know what he said they really have going, going for them? They've had so much continuity and got to play together so much that they're really improving. Okay. So was that – was he really talking about Cincinnati or do you think he was also talking about Pittsburgh? Uh, he was also talking about – He was also talking about Pittsburgh. So, so yeah, I mean – but like like you say, you don't want to hear excuses from your head coach. So um, anything else you want to bring up here before we get into to scores or anything? Um. Anything else from this past week? Anything um, else going on with it? On. I mean, we didn't talk a lot about the the topic of the show. It was kind of bringing up how how you know be careful what you wish for because sometimes it 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 turns around to show that something else that you see might not make the other thing true. So that was really all the, that our point was there. I don't know if we made that well or not, but go go ahead, Rich. Um, I have a new favorite meme. Okay. Um, because of the game this weekend, okay, um, and that would be the the Danny Smith, um, or I guess I should say meme. It's a it's a it's a, it's GIF. a gif, okay, yeah, and you know him, you know, with the pumping down the sideline after the block punt. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I loved it during the game, and now that it's out there, it's like ah, oh, you gotta love it. Hey, I'm telling you, the special teams unit they came through all game. Yeah, they, they really, really did. did. They really I mean, did. Aswell was perfect. Harvard only had to punt once. And it was it the world's longest punt? No. But he punted that ball to where they couldn't return it. There was no return. Right. He didn't fair catch it. Was, it. He just I, couldn't return. Technically, it was a minus one on the return. Okay. Well, yeah. So, yeah. That, so, that, I mean, so it's not like he boomed it, you know, 70 yards. I think it was, what, like 46 yards or it something was like four, that? I think it was 47 yards and then minus one on the return. So yeah. technically you get 48 yards out of it. So, so yeah, I mean, that's that's what you want there. They covered well on, on on well on the punt. They covered well, obviously. And they I felt that they covered adequately on kickoffs. That was something that wasn't as good uh, the week before. And they didn't have bad plays on their returns. I felt that their returns were adequate and sometimes more than adequate. So then you get the blocked punt. I mean, technically you could say the charge, the, the punter punted the ball twice, but the first one didn't count. So they, they only had one punt and it got blocked. 
Yeah. So I actually put on Twitter at that time, like if I was the Chargers, I wouldn't, I wouldn't punt again. I'd go for it. Yeah. And that was right. And they did. And all my, okay. I got to ask about this. The Steelers stop on the fourth down. Yes. Do you have any thoughts you want to say about that? Um, don't have any clue why they left Joe Schobert unblocked, but worked out for the Steelers. Well, they couldn't block everybody. I think they right. had more players there than what could, could you know, if it wasn't Schobert, it would have been someone else. But you think that you would have tried to fill in and have someone closer to the play being blocked and someone further away from it being the one that wasn't. But uh, even when you're not blocked and you're put in that situation, you could say, oh, yeah, well, Schobert made the tackle was because they didn't block him. You know what? He still had to come through and make the tackle and not give an NFL running back one yard. So not half only was it Schobert, yeah, half it was a half a yard. yard. And it, not only was it not, was it Schobert, it was that he made the hit, he slowed him down, and it was it was Eckler that was running, right? Am I right? Yeah. Oh, or did they have the other running back? It doesn't matter. It doesn't it, matter. It doesn't matter who, what his name is. That the rest of the defense was also there to back him up to. In that, in that case, because after he made the hit and he was spinning, he could have just as easily fallen forward for the 18 inches that they needed. But the rest of the defense was there to, 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 to back him up. It was, it was other than the interception, it was the defensive play of the night. It was where you needed one big play and the Steelers got it. Um, yeah, basically when I'm I'm sorry, when I look at the defense, the, the defense basically made two plays yeah the stop on fourth down mm-hmm. and the interception yeah everything other than those plays was pretty mediocre pretty mediocre yep i agree i agree so um hopefully you know like i said coach tallman said that uh, you know he's expecting those players to return to practice and then we'll see how practice if that leads into in into the game i mean I got one last okay. quick thing I want to ask it. you about this game. And yeah. I haven't seen or heard anything out there, but like I said, I was really busy today. Um, although they were not flagged, okay. any fines levied on the Chargers for a couple of those hits that should have been flagged during the game? Oh, uh, like that one. I thought Najee got hit. I'm like, yeah. I, I, I'm like, oh, he got, they glanced across his his face mask his when face I watched mask. it live. Mm-hmm. No, when I watched it live, I didn't see the extent of it. That was worse when you watched yeah. it on replay than what I thought I originally saw. I mean, I thought he got hit, but that was, yeah. Fines, they're not going to, we're not going to find out about the fines probably. I've got to remember. Until I think they're Thursday, Friday or Friday. Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Um, I expect Cam Hayward to be fined um, after he ran down Herbert in that whole exchange and everything there. Um, the report is he's they're not expecting him to be suspended, just fine. Um, he said it was kind of, you know, more of a stumble onto him and it looked worse than what it was. And he wished he could have said more to him about it. But um I wouldn't be shocked to see that there was a fine levied for for especially the one on on, Na- on Najee and the one the one on Cam Sutton on oh, the interception. Yeah. Well, that was ridiculous. But they flagged it. They flagged that one. Did they? Yes, a lot of people were talking about how bad that was. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that was a flag that they flagged that. That's how the Steelers got. You know, I don't think so. I'll have to go back and look. I'm going to have to look. That that play happened. That was a that was in the fourth quarter, correct? 
So I I thought that one still got a flag. Um that they added on to it. I'm I'm getting I'm That's trying right. to find it while we talk. So um intercepted by Cam Sutton, um, four yards. Da, da, da. You know what? It was not flagged, Dave. They talked about it on the well, I'll on tell the, you this on the on the TV broadcast that they couldn't believe it wasn't flagged. You know what? You're you're right. It was the roughing the passer on the next play that set them up at the five yard line. Correct. That okay. That was that was what I couldn't remember. I'm like, well, he he didn't intercept it. You know, when, when he intercepted it, it was it wasn't at the five, and they got there on a penalty. That's why I thought it was flagged. Okay, I'm glad I went back and looked at yeah. it. So no, that one was bad, and that one looked bad, and I, I kind of feel bad for the offensive lineman. And you're going to be like, really? Well, first of all, how many times do offensive linemen tackle? Uh, that's true. So that's one, and two, he hit him hard in the helmet. But part of that was because another one of the Chargers was pulling him down at the same time. It was just. It's one of those things that if that was a defender, you say there is absolutely no excuse. You have to be able, even if that's happening, you have to know to not make that hit. It still should have been flagged. It still was wrong. It still was a penalty. Yeah, but it wasn't. But at the see, same time, I the, don't think that the he reason, did it with the intent that, that a defender would have because he's not used to being put in The reason he should have been flagged anyway, Dave, yeah. is because he came running in mm-hmm. to that play with his head down. Yeah. That yeah. offensive line. Yeah. Like that hit, whether it was going to be on his, on, mm-hmm. on Cam Sutton's shoulder or everything, that player was not even protecting him, even trying to protect himself, yeah. which is what part not of that rule is supposed off. to be around. I know. If you remember, yes. that wasn't the first time he lost his helmet in the game. No. So that might have been it, but All that right. was... Let's get the let's get the yeah. scores. Let's get the scores. We're running a little bit late, but I'm glad you brought that that up. I I expect there to be at least one, if not two, fines um, levied towards the Chargers and one towards the Steelers. That's that's that to finally answer your question. But we'll we'll find that out later in the week. Rich, tell me about this game on Sunday, one o'clock in Ohio, in that terrible state. But anyway, um, smells like Jay. like you say, not nice to be back to a one o'clock game when. God intended NFL football to be played. So go ahead. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) I'm going to make my pick with an assumption that I get the three things that I said I wanted for this game. So I'm going to go ahead and make the pick that way and then make my change if that does not happen. Um, I expect this to be a really good game. Um, Would not be surprised to see a few different, I guess I'll call them wrinkles out of the defense to throw Joe Burrow's way. Um, If we have the guys and can get some pressure there would be fantastic. And I think that if you could, um, what's a, what's a kind of the way of putting that, get pressure on Burrow early, meaning Steelers get a lead, make them play from behind a little bit that I think the Steelers could pull this one off. Um, I'm going to go 26, 24 Steelers, 26, 24 Steelers. So they're not going to have the big offensive output that they had last week, but 
they're not going to need it to win the game, right? Correct. Okay. So, um, okay, I'm finally going over to the live chat to look here. Um, I didn't say that to people to, you know, don't put your score in yet until I bring it up. They got to know the rules. It up. Uh, I didn't give the warning, so I'm not going to. I'm not going to put you in timeout for doing that early, but uh, scores. We are ready for them now. We will read off your scores of what you think is going to happen. And it is okay. You can offer under the same assumption that Rich is going under, that uh, these players are going to be back, and then understand that if they're not, then they could change things a little bit. Uh, but Sean Manahan, he was ready. You know, Didn't even have to spend five bucks on it, did he? No. Nope. Okay. Um, 30, um, Steelers 31, Bengals 20. Then we've got Brian Brown. He's got um, – um, 20 to 17 Steelers ride to Escalusia with the crying Bengals lady. That's exactly what there you want to with the crying Bengals lady. Um, um, Dion Eaton says 26, 20 Steelers. BF Bud says 34, 13 Steelers. D is back. Okay. I, I, I just, I just want to, even if it's, if it's TJ Watt, I mean, think Joe Burrow didn't have to go up against either Watt or Highsmith. They were both out. Yeah. Man, what a difference that makes. Okay. Yep. Uh, Steel Dog 88, 24 23 Bengals, 30 to 17 Steelers with players back. Yeah. All right. So we can okay. both of them. Okay. All right. Here we go. Bully Bob Kettle. Steelers 31 to 17. All right. There we go. Um, Steelers Pittsburgh says 20 to 17 Steelers make Burrow taste dirt. There yes. you go. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Eric Witt says 31 27 Steelers. Uh, thank you, Eric, for that one. Um, Wes says, Wes Hickok says the Steelers need to step up and prove they belong. 33, 26, 33, 20. No, I'm, I'm, I'm mad at Wes. What? I think he took my score. I wrote it down somewhere. That might have been what I was saving for Thursday. Um, so that, that's a pretty good one. Okay. Um, outside Steeler fan says good guys, 31, 24. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Mark brought up some, we didn't even say that, that one awkward twist back tackle on Najee Harris, Oh, you know, yeah. that ended his season. I mean, that brought back memories of me, uh, or of one 55 from the bungles on the sidelines and stuff. You know, yep. we don't want to see stuff like that. Let's okay. get back to the scores. Uh, Jay Hanna says 27, 24 Steelers, Clarence Washington, 23, 17 Steelers. Eric okay. love says Steelers, 24, 27. Valley Ford says Steelers 28-20. Thanks, Ming Joe. Steelers 41-37. Uh, <laughs> I, nice I can appreciate the irony of that one. I like nice it. one, Ming Joe. Okay. Uh, Justin Conway says 23-20 Steelers. Mark Tobin says 28-21 Steelers. Um, Craig J. Lawson says 24-21 Black and Gold Hearts. Um, Jerry Cherry Band says 24-20 Steelers, baby. Okay. Um, I always screw this one up. D DG's S N O M. That's it. S O N S O M. S O M. I did it wrong. Sorry. I'm whatever. I'm dyslexia's coming out on me again. 23 23. I can't read. I can't read. You do this one. What's the score? DG's N S O M 27 13 Steelers. Thank you. Thank you for some reason. I couldn't get to that. Um, no one you know says 2319 burgers. Okay. Um, George Rice, 20 3124 Bengals. I'm I'm still recovering from three hours of sleep after the game. I really am, you know. Um, yeah, but I'm getting there though. Uh, where are we? Dennis C. Dennis C says 
um, Cincy 30, Steelers 27. Okay, that's, you know, there, there you go. Uh, we're not expecting everyone to pick the Steelers. That's just that's not how it works. I want you to give uh-uh. us your scores. Okay. Kathy Ford says 34-24 Steelers. Devin Logan, 21-16 Steelers. Um, Bert Tavares says... Always says aloha from Maui. Aloha, if Bert. If he said it earlier, I didn't. I didn't see it, but I don't know um, if he did or not. Ten Steelers, um, and if he didn't say it, I'm disappointed. Uh, Thomas Arbuckle, I think I got that right. Yes, um, Thirty-eight to twenty-eight Steelers. Monster nineteen, thirty-one twenty-one. That's Steelers because if you don't say it, okay. Um, do, 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 do. Um, someone said I'm not that old. <laughs> so not as um, old as me. Not as old as you. That's the thing. I might be old, but I'm not I'm not I'm not as old as you. That's right. Uh, I think that's all of them for now. Yes, it is. Ah, Steelers fans. Yes, this team can frustrate you to no end. It really can. Because you, you see what they can do, you also see what they can't do at times. Um they they are who they are right now. And all you can do is hope that they continue to get better and that the injury situations don't cause them to get worse. So that's all I can say each and every week is, you know, hope, hope for growth, hope for improvement, hope for players to stay healthy. And yeah, it's an awful lot of hope. But that's what we do every time we sit down to watch the Steelers. We're hoping that they come out and get the job done. Rich, what do you have to say to close things up here? You know, we got Thanksgiving coming up Thursday. There will be football. Thankfully for me, the Steelers do not play on Thursday. I Um, I said that too, because real quick to interrupt, because we do want to plug that we we're both going to have our podcast out soon on the BTSC um, gives thanks line of podcast that we have on our audio only platform. Make sure you check those out. We are very thankful for that. Thanks, Rich. Go back to it. You know, um, I, I hope, that all the folks out there listening or that are here and in our live chat, you know, um, are, are thankful, um, for both, you know, everything in their lives, including the Pittsburgh Steelers and yeah. us here at BTSC, we are thankful for all of you. Um, I hope everybody enjoys their day Thursday, um, and eats lots of Turkey. Um, if you could find Turkey, um, we will be eating turkey, and then I Yay. just hope that everybody can recover from their turkey comas. From your tryptophan. They need to recover from that by 1 p.m. on Sunday, because come that time, we need to have lots of terrible towels waving, because it's the Steelers and the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Oh, how it rips me, beloved, makes me live for tomorrow